Hello and welcome to the Disc Dump Podcast. This is the show where we watch movies, play games, and listen to music. In an effort to decide, are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it? We continue our slog through this fantastic franchise of Nightmare on Elm Street. And I'm joined by Josh. What up, Josh? Hello, my friend. Hello, listeners. We're almost, uh, yeah, yeah, Freddy's, Freddy's dead. New, the final nightmare. Yeah, the final nightmare. And I can understand why they thought that after they made this movie. Because... Oh, yeah? You really this, hated this? I can't express to you how unhappy I was with the quality of this film. <laughs> did you enjoy it more than I did? Uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> I, didn't, I definitely didn't like it. I think it was better than I remembered it being. And I will kind of explain. I think I will. I want to talk about like the psychological reason. I think most people hate this movie and think it's bad that like the franchise. Cause I think it's just kind of, I think it's kind of a, like, uh, this isn't a, isn't a horrible Freddy Krueger movie to an extent, but it's such a shitty ending. Like for this, you promote this as your final movie. It's finals in the fucking title. Right. And it's just the middle of the road, <laughs> like piece of shit. Like, it, yeah, it didn't, didn't, uh, there was no like grand finale, no fireworks. Just kind of went out with a whimper. None, none of this was top of the line Nightmare on Elm Street. Not a single moment of it was top of the line. Like the last one had elements of horror in it. It wasn't a straight comedy. This was a straight up 1990s comedy. There was no horror to it at all. Yeah, and that was purposeful because the, the the director she had been like a producer of all of the other movies, so she was put in charge of directing. And she wanted to add more humor because of like Twin Peaks was really big at the time. And mm-hmm. that was like dark humor. So she's like, Freddie's kind of funny. So let's crank that to 11. And it's yeah. some of it does work and some of it. and But most of it is extremely stupid. Like I do like the scene where the deaf kid can't hear like because his hearing aid's gone. And Freddie's like creeping up around him and stuff. Some of it's yeah. a little too comical, but some of it I'm like that. This could have been good. <laughs> the directing of that is pretty good. Like the all the times his hearing aid is out, and nobody can hear anything. I thought that was pretty well done. But that's the only compliment I have of this movie. The and only like when he one. when he dropped all the needles, I thought that was how it heightened his sound too much, or it was like making his ears bleed and shit. Yeah, but he could have dropped anything. Why did he drop needles? Like you can hear a pin drop is a thing. But there's like fucking equipment running around him. Like yeah, he should true. be dead. <laughs> like if a pin kills him, then just the gas blowing through the steam lines would fucking kill him. True. So, anyway, so of ourselves. This movie starts so fucking stupid. It starts with an airplane, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm yeah. about to fly on an airplane. This is scary." I've been and, waiting for um, this the entire time we've been doing these episodes. I knew really? one of these movies started with somebody falling out of an airplane. Yep, and uh, Freddy pulls the old lady. The old lady goes, "Don't be a pussy," and pulls the gets pulled out by Freddy, and <laughs> he's just like, "Oh no, it's happening again!" And he falls out of the airplane for a while. <laughs> I was like, "That's kind of scary," but then he wakes up in his set house, which is definitely not a house. It couldn't be more of a set if you. Like... <laughs> yeah, the bedroom is just the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
so stupid. And he's like, oh, I'm safe. And he looks out the window and the house is falling. And it's like, <sighs> yeah, Wizard of Oz music is playing. Yeah, and he's uh, Freddy comes flying in on a broom. And he's like, I'll get you my pretty and your little soul, too. And I was like, this is where we're going, huh? All right, here we go. And yeah. uh, didn't get better from there. Freddy's makeup looks very odd in this movie, too. Like the the like usually like muscly looking parts are very pale. Like there isn't a lot of like color definition in his face. I guess they were trying to make it more like Robert England's skin tone, I guess. Like he had patches of skin instead of sinew. Yeah. But he he looks terrible in this movie. Absolutely terrible. And you really see a lot of them. This is probably the most Freddy's ever been on camera. He's in every scene of the movie, like yeah. every single scene. There's no point where it's like, oh, no, we're all in a van driving. Everything's fine. Like he pops up in every fucking scene, maybe one or two, but overall bad, bad program. So he is falling in the house and then the house lands and he wakes up again and the house is on fire this time. Right. No, I think that that's later on. Yeah. So he the house lands and he's in the desert. And he gets goes up to a bus stop where a weird guy is trying to sell him a bus ticket. And then Freddy hits him with a bus. Yeah, he's screaming while the bus is in motion. Yeah. <laughs> like, Something I, I realized from this watch through that I don't think I've ever noticed before is that Freddy has a very weird voice. Because it's yeah. like modulated and stuff. It's not just Robert England talking. There is always like an effect over it. And it sounds weird. <laughs> it's really weird in this one. Like... I feel like he recorded like he watched the movie and recorded his lines again. And then they played with his audio like his lips don't quite match up sometimes. Well, he's and... also he seems to just be talking, but with a modulation over it this time instead mm -hmm. of all in all the other movies. He was trying to sound menacing and scary in right. this one. He's just talking like a normal person. <laughs> and uh, <sighs> this movie, I don't. I don't want to just harp on I hated this movie, but I really didn't like it. So from the bus, he slams the brakes and the kid flies through dream world into reality. And yeah, through like the town barrier, like Freddy. Well, we skipped over this. The actual beginning of this movie is a digital map of the United States where text comes across and says uh, over the blinking light over Springwood, Ohio, like. This town is desolate. All the children were murdered or vanished. Only the adults uh, exist, and they're all like dealing with some sort of psychosis. So Springwood's become like a fucking ghost town because Freddy killed all of the children. Yeah. So, but he's like trapped in Spring. Like he can't get out of Springwood. So, like he needs something to be able to get out of Springwood because he wants. To, he's he's needs more kids to kill. Yep. So I think that premise is cool. Like the something is keeping him there, and he, but he, like it's like his time to go keep being a fucking maniac. They've never yeah. really, they've only ever expressed his revenge, not just his bloodlust. Right. Yeah, because this is the first time. It's just like, hey, I just like kill it. Like yeah. killing's my jam. I enjoy yeah. this. <laughs> Normally, he's just like, I'll show you, kids. But uh, he's not like that in this movie. Instead, he's a cartoon character. And uh, he's uh, so kid is now in the city for some reason. He walk. Oh, he 
He takes a really long walk with a music montage through the desert. And that happened. It, yeah. <laughs> I only watched this two days ago and I'm struggling to remember. I was struggling, no joke. I was struggling to remember what had happened as I was watching it. Me too. <laughs> like it was just such a forget because the acting, this is the worst acting of the franchise. Agree. Like I like probably two characters in this and everybody else is a horrible early nineties right. actor. Cause Brecken Meyer's one of the kids, you know, Brecken Meyer. He's the main guy from road trip. Is that what he was from? I was trying to figure yeah. out what I recognized him from. He's, he's John from the live action Garfield movies. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> yeah. But he does, he does, he, he's like Seth Meyers, like business partner. Like they did Robot Chicken together. Uh, he's been you in mean Seth he Green. Was, yeah, Seth Green. Who did I say? Seth Meyers. Seth yeah, Meyers Seth, is a very different person. <laughs> yeah, Seth Green. Because uh, they were like the same age in the, at, you know, like they were teen actors in the early 90s. Right. Like he was in Clueless and stuff like that. Yeah, that makes sense. It's very, he's, ugh. Yeah, and I, he, like, uh, I like Doc. Doc's my favorite character. Doc is an unnecessary character that is so crucial. I don't give a fuck. At He's the great. same time, <laughs> I had to look him up. I was like, I recognize him. What's he in? During this period of time, that dude was in everything. He I was, was gonna say Schwarzenegger he, movies and shit. Oh really? Yeah, I meant to look him up and I didn't get a chance because. But yeah, he definitely looks familiar. He was in all these huge movies. I don't remember the names of them. It's not my jam. But yeah, he was in all these huge movies the years before and after this. He was just in nonstop, like massive hits. Hell I don't yeah. think he, he was a speaking role in all of them, but I don't think he was important in any of them. Get so that at least work, he, Doc. Yeah, Doc. <laughs> but the main girl, the the person that to surprise, there's a twist in the middle of this movie. Jo- the 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 amnesiac main character you thought was our main character is not our main character it's this girl who's the worst actor in the entire fucking movie now both the girls are terrible actors which both of them are i think the main girl is worse i don't like the blonde girl at all but i think the main girl's worse because she literally like messes up in this movie and they just left it in <laughs> really I there's a part where she like driver. goes to walk to the driver's side of the van but like takes a step stops and kind of like looks back and forth and then walks to the passenger side of the van <laughs> and they just left that shit in <laughs> i thought someone said oh no i'm driving and then she did that <laughs> like i think that someone played it I off i didn't hear that yeah it was so stupid but i think the blonde girl is the worst actress in history like she's so terrible and when they didn't kill her first i was like come on no don't make her be the final girl i had a revelation earlier today about this series because when we started this i discussed how i think this is the weakest of the the big three franchise wise right like Halloween and Friday the 13th, they're both much far superior series than this. I think a big problem is with this kind of happens in all of the movies. There's like stereotypical of the times characters. Right. Because the 80s constantly like changed every year. There's these like yeah. archetypes in every movie. But in the Friday the 13th ones, the archetypes are always weird and they never feel natural. It's always like this girl likes to hit a punching bag. <laughs> like that's her like character trait. It's like, Oh, you mean a nightmare on Elm street? Yeah. Yeah. Like in the nightmare on Elm street ones, they're bad. Like they're so weird. Like in Friday the 13th, they, they don't 
go as like kind of broad with the concepts of character traits. <laughs> like that, that that is not a character trait. I'm kind of aggressive and I like to punch a punching bag. That's all the character development <laughs> you get of a character who's in the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> and she she has like a troubled past. You get a, a glimpse into that, but she does not develop or change in any way. None of the characters do, except for the main character, who is their like psychologist, caseworker lady. I don't know. He ends up in this orphanage and because um, the cops don't want to fill out paperwork. So dropping a kid off at an orphanage isn't paperwork. Yeah, they're like, look at this junkie. You ever seen this junkie before? Because he's strung out on fucking caffeine pills. <laughs> Yeah, they accuse him of being a drug addict and forcefully take him to an, an orphanage that just kind of looks like you can come and go as you please. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's no armed guards anywhere. <laughs> yeah, there's people assaulting each other in the waiting room and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of a, like a rundown office building, <laughs> and apparently people live and work here. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's for troubled youths for sure. The one kid's dad threw him in there because he acts up and he's a naughty boy. But the dad is clearly a huge piece of shit. And that is the character who is the best actor in the movie. What did you say his name was? Brecken Meyer. Brecken Meyer. Yeah, he was pretty good. I thought he was a decent actor. The only one in the movie other than Doc. And Doc is not a good actor either. So. Don't don't do Doc like that. Don't do Doc like that. There are also many A-list actors in this movie. For brief moments at the time they were A-listers, not anymore. For no reason at all. It makes no like I even looked I read through the trivia hoping for a reason to why Roseanne and Tom Arnold make a guest appearance (laughs) as a couple in this movie. Uh just for literally for one like minute. It's just one scene. They don't even show them ever again. Like I I expected a trivia that said they were fans of the series or whatever. <laughs> no, they, they had find to it. have been. That's the only reason these people were in this movie. So, and they aren't the only ones. We'll get to it. But I'm inter- so I'm this- curious to look up to see maybe if the director of this directed some episodes of Roseanne or something. That could be because Roseanne was at the height of Roseanne. Like yeah, this is yeah, her yeah, show yeah, was just is, starting, yeah, and she was three, a fucking household name. Like she was a big deal at the time, and Tom Arnold was famous for being her, her husband. husband. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're famous because your spouse is famous, that's a pretty famous person. So yeah, they uh, so at this troubled home, there is a cast of characters. One of them can't hear. He has a hearing aid. One of them likes to kick stuff. One of them is the caseworker, and the other one is John Doe. And I think that's it for our characters, right? Yeah. Yep. And Doc works there. Doc spends a lot of time sitting on a couch, and they put a lot of weight into his words for no reason. Just He's just an important character that everyone feels comfortable talking to. Yeah. He's, he's like, the, he, yeah, he does a lot about dreams. Yeah, he's sure he's very interested in dreams. I thought he might be the guy from Dream Warriors, like as an adult, but he definitely yeah, died. But he died. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like that would that's a I don't know. I wouldn't say that's a missed opportunity, but it's not. But they could have done something like that. A survivor from one of the movies that just like flaked out into no man's land comes back for this one. But nope, didn't happen. Like it could have been the dad from the last movie. Like it could have been anybody. 
But well, yeah, early the early scripts there because it's so weird. Only two years went by between this and the last one, but there were several different scripts for this written. One of them was written by um, what's his name? Peter Jackson. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he was in the horror game at the beginning. Yeah, he was, he was doing weird movies in the early 90s. <laughs> How he ever got Lord of the Rings is beyond me. Yeah, I have trivia on that, but we don't need to go there. <laughs> I think in his script, the town still had teenagers in it, and they would do like these uh, like like sleeping drug parties. Where they would all enter Dream World and just kick the shit out of Freddy for fun. So Freddy was like beaten down and like <laughs> like just living in the Dream World, like terrified that people were coming to beat him up. <laughs> That's amazing. That would have been a way better movie. But also, uh, in one of the the script right before it got finalized, the John Doe was going to be revealed to be Jacob, the the baby from the last movie. They definitely were trying to gear it up like that was the case. Yeah, and uh, like Alice was still going to be in it, the main character from the last two, but and she was going to die, and that was going to like trigger Jacob to like bring Freddie back or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so yeah, it, I mean, how you go from a sequel to your last movie to to this? <laughs> <laughs> like this, this movie is. They say jump the shark, you know, that that old whatever from Happy Days. That was when Happy Days became bad was when Fonzie decided he wanted to jump a shark on skis. This is definitely jumping the shark. This was they took a turn for the practical is nothing. There's no practical hardly at all in this movie. They have 1991 CGI involved constantly. And it's as good as one would expect 1991 CGI to be. And it's pretty tame. It's a pretty tame movie. Uh, like yeah, kill, you, you could kills show. wise, like he. This is the only movie in the franchise that he doesn't kill somebody with his glove. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, yeah. All of his kills are gags in this movie. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. and so, only three people die. It's a very low kill count. It's a very low everything count. Low T cells. Um. So the uh, the characters that are in this home three of them decide that they're going to break out, right? It's the kid with the ear, the stoner kid who's like the good actor, the kid who can't hear, and the girl who punches things decide that they're going to find a way to break out by riding in the van when it drives away? Yeah, something got messed up. They thought they had paid somebody that was going to take the van and drive them to California from Ohio in a stolen van. <laughs> but like the main bad actress lady, the counselor and John Doe are going to go. He had like a only thing he had on him was like a newspaper article from Springwood um with a picture of like a water tower. And she's thought it looked familiar cuz she has like a reoccurring dream. So yeah, they take the van and then when they like almost crash because John Doe fucking nods off. Right? And yeah. he's like, I said, oh, don't be- let me fall asleep. They before that, there's like a scene where he's like doing ninety nine bottles of beer, but it was like five thousand bottles <laughs> yeah. of beer. And everyone's like, Shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> And he falls asleep and there's blood dripping on him. 
I don't remember the weight of that other than he wakes up and he's in his bedroom and it's on fire and he's like, not again. Yeah, he's like, I hate this hose and jumps out the window. <laughs> and he's falling again. I was like, if they do this like three more times. Oh, the funniest part of the movie is they stole it from um, uh, Black Sheep, the Chris Farley movie. Yeah, he just falls yeah when down he falls a hill down the hill, it's like, <laughs> it's like Hot Rod. <laughs> He just keeps falling and falling and falling, and then he stops. And he's like, Woof, and then he and falls And you can again. see that he like forces him. The the stunt man like forces himself to keep rolling. <laughs> like there's a couple of parts where like he loses momentum and like mid somersault and kind of like has to like nudge himself <laughs> to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. And it goes on for a long time. He stops. He falls again. And I was like, if they do it a third time, this is a funny scene. And they didn't. And I was like, ah, this is stupid. So yeah, that happens. And have you ever uh, seen Hot Rod? Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, he does, that happens in Hot Rod too, where he falls off the mountain. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, that movie's got funny moments. I just always trying to fight his stepdad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can find a way better I movie than this movie. one. Oh, it's so good. Oh hell yeah, it's so much better. Go watch Hot Rod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to cap off your Halloween. Go watch Hot Rod. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> um. So then they decide they're going to take this van. Nobody believes the doctor lady. So she's like, fuck it. I'm taking this kid myself. And then, of course, the three delinquents are also in the van and they just continue their drive to Springwood. She yep. doesn't feel any responsibility to take him back. <laughs> well, they're looking for a phone. She's like, I'm going to bring you to a phone. You're going to call the hospital, the, the orphanage. And tell them what you did, and then you're going to drive back there. Because we're staying here to look for this fucking water tower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gives them the keys once they get there for them to drive away. <laughs> what the fuck? And, they show and they're, yeah, they're at like a town fair. <laughs> and the main character's like, there's no kids. Where are all the kids? <laughs> like He's getting so worked up that these adults are trying to live a normal life after all their children have been brutally murdered. <laughs> There's like rotten pies and stuff. Like, there's no reason for this. They're still functioning adults. I guess they're not really functioning. But then, uh, fucking the was I don't remember which two Roseanne comes upon. Is like I love children. And I'm like these people are like 18, 19 years old. Like, they're yeah, not none children. of them look like kids. Yeah, she's like and, squeezing uh, their cheeks and shit like they're like little babies. And this is fat Roseanne with short hair. This is like, yeah late 80s early 90s Roseanne for sure and Tom Arnold comes and he goes get out of here you gnarly little bastards <laughs> <laughs> so the, then that's it for their cameo and the rest of the group is like we're leaving right and they're like yeah she gave us the keys why are we still here <laughs> <laughs> they drive away and this counselor lady goes to the school with John Doe and of course the other three get lost the kid with the hearing aid pulls out a map and the map just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and bigger <laughs> takes up the whole back of the van <laughs> that part was so funny he's just getting buried by this map <laughs> and he wakes up he's like oh the map says we're fucked he doesn't even actually look at the map when he wakes up <laughs> <laughs> so they end up at freddy krueger's house of course on elm street and they're like we haven't gotten a good night's sleep in forever so they go looking for a bed yeah, let's sleep on the, the world's dustiest bed. Oh, my God. He takes yeah. one swipe on it. They go into the house, the same house that's in every movie. 
1427 or whatever it is. And he takes one swipe at the top of this bed and a huge cloud of dust comes up and he immediately jumps up onto the bed and it's like, I wouldn't fucking sleep there. What is wrong with you? It's like hotel hell that I stayed at. That shit was (laughs) terrifying. And he just kept kicking it up. I'm like, if you're going to sleep on it, stop kicking up the dust. You're not going to be able to breathe. But nope, he lays down on that. The stoner kid lays down in front of a broken ass TV and he's like, look at what's on the TV. <laughs> he's, smoking a, yes. he's smoking a joint. <laughs> and the punching girl's like, what the fuck is going on? I'm going to go find the kid with the hearing aid. Meanwhile, the fucking the counselor lady and John Doe come into a math teacher's classroom and the math teacher is just teaching a class. And he's like, this is Freddy 101. Like, what the fuck? And they go through the teacher's book of newspaper clippings and find exactly where the newspaper clipping John Doe had goes. And they piece together that Freddy has killed all of the kids. And that's the importance of that part of the plot. Even though we already knew that. (laughs) Even though we already knew that. Then we cut back to hearing aid kid gets sucked into the bed. And there's this fucking Tom and Jerry bullshit where he loses his hearing aid and Freddy's dancing around behind him, breaking the fourth wall, talking to the audience like, I'm going to get this kid. I loved it. I love that part. You loved it? Oh, my God. The whole time. Like, me and my girlfriend were just like, what the fuck? Like, this is bullshit. Why are we even looking at this right now? And uh, he, as discussed earlier, he takes his hearing aid and he gives it back and it, like, bites into his head. So then Freddy starts dropping pins that are just so loud to him. It makes his ears bleed. He can't take it. Oh, my God. And then his head explodes. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Freddy picks up the hearing aid and is like, I got your ear or some stupid (laughs) shit like that. Hey, you didn't like that part? <laughs> That's the only <laughs> moment of this whole movie where it's slightly redemptive. I was like, yeah, but that was one of our main kills of the movie was pin- death by the sound of pin drops. That's what did it. <laughs> I would have rathered an anticlimactic glove slice. <laughs> His head explodes instead. <laughs> so blonde girl can't find him because he got eaten by the bed. She finds his hearing aid and she's like, something's wrong. And she runs down the stairs and stoner guys looking at a broken TV being stoned. And she's like, well, fuck it. I'm taking the van. Then I'm going to go find the guy who was in this house 10 minutes ago. I'm going to drive away and find him. So she does that. And he had gotten far. He left his hearing. aid, Right. Like you can't call out to him. He's probably in the house. (laughs) Um, but then she didn't the, seem to be bothered that the hearing aid was covered in blood. Nope, not at all. It didn't bother her one little bit. She just knew something was up. And uh, yeah, so she talks, implores the stoner dude to come help, and he doesn't. He's just content watching this broken TV. That uh, turns out that Johnny Depp is doing the "This is your brain on drugs" bit. Yeah, why <laughs> did he agree to come back for this one? Just because it said final on it. Yeah, probably because it was two seconds. This is, uh, yeah, this was his like break from 21 Jump Street where he's supposed to be a big star. But yeah, it took a while. <laughs> it took, <laughs> took him quite a while after that. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I got trivia about that for the next one. I had to remember. 
Okay. Yeah, he uh, he's in it for a second, and then Freddy kills him with a frying pan. <laughs> he goes, looks like fried eggs to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> and then there's this psychedelic trip where the stoner kid goes on, and <laughs> it's like, okay. God of Vita. <laughs> yeah. I have that on vinyl and it's an entire side of the vinyl is in a God of Vita. And uh, yeah, I was, I was enjoying this part. I was like, this could be the redemptive part of this movie. Nope. He turns into a video game and fucking. I thought this would be the the only part you liked. I mean, it was pretty funny. (laughs) The kid turned into a video game and uh, Freddy's playing Atari. He goes, great graphics. Yeah. He fights like some fucking... He looks so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, this kid was fighting 1990s... You remember computer class in the 90s? This shit looks like one of those video games. I know. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like one of those games. And he's his his dad with a tennis racket going, Be like me! Be like me! Be like me! (laughs) (laughs) The kid's like, I'll never be like you, dad! And he like... Gets a power up and he's like, "What's the kid's name? Super or whatever." Yeah, Super Lucas or whatever his name is. Yeah, it's Super Lucas, and he jumps up and he kills one of the dads, and then the other dad is even bigger. <laughs> he shows up and he's just stomping on him. So, like in the real world, he's just getting stomped on and his torso is going in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they did that. That was cool. <laughs> they put his face through the like the floor and they built like, yeah, a, fake, like a fake, fake body. body. Yeah, but then and, he yeah, stands up like he and he just fucking starts jumping his head into the ceiling and meanwhile like the everyone is in the house again together for some reason and yeah. they're like does this look normal to you and he's jumping and he's like running into walls and punching through walls and shit and it's so hokey pokey nonsense lunacy <laughs> and uh he just falls into the devil's butthole like all the other ones do yeah he falls down the stairs and then goes into the pit the lady could have made a way better effort to try and help him. She just watches him roll down for a long time without taking any action. And then he falls to his death. Well, during that, uh, John Doe's like, I got to get in his dream here. Knock me out with this two by four. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, what? And he says, he's like, I said, do it. So she hits him. And even though she was like, I have an easier way. And then she, she hits him and he immediately like, disappears his entire body because he somehow that part was actually kind of cool um that makes zero sense zero (laughs) and then the girl immediately appears as like these little balls of light and she's like see i told you i knew an easier way doc taught me some sort of fucking dream meditation (laughs) again missed opportunity because he was a dream warrior in my my fiction but nope well well one of the the original scripts too the dream warriors were supposed to return really but I'm like, all of them died. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> They're just trapped in the dream state. They're dream warriors now because he's like the dream devil and his mom is the dream god. Yeah, that one's called dream warrior, but there, there's dream warriors in all of these bad boys. Like, yeah. they all try, they all wind up pulling out some shit. They, they go into the dream and see Freddy playing the video game. They're not within the dream that's in the dream of the video game itself. They're in, <laughs> they're in the, where Freddy is able to be snuck up on because <laughs> he's not in control of the dream world but he is and they un- <laughs> unplug the TV <laughs> <laughs> and take the controller and it, but he's then his his claw hand turns into a Nintendo power glove and he's able to 
keep the video game playing, and that's how he kills whatever his name is. He's like, now we're playing with power, and I was like, oh, I see what you did there. All right. That was um, stupid. And I think at that point is when he breaks them up into their own dreams, right? So he puts the blonde girl in her like nightmare or no, they all wake up and they go back to doc and doc's like, here's how we're going to beat him. Everyone go to bed. And uh, he counts backwards from 10, which is all it takes for anyone in these movies to fall asleep. Yeah. Instantly. It's crazy. Instantly into deep dreams. And, <laughs> um, Oh, he's in the dream at one point and they're about, Freddy's about to kill him and he grabs Freddy's sweater and he wakes himself rips up. Rips it off. He rips the junk off. Like, let me test this theory I had that I didn't tell anybody about. Yeah. And he's like, this is how you do it. You wake up with him in your arms and he'll come too. Oh, no. We we missed on their way back because the, the the main girl, she's been having like dreams, like these visions of they've all been having visions of this little girl. And then she's been having visions that she is that little girl. And we were, but you don't see really what's happening. She's in her backyard and her parents are arguing, but you can't see their heads. But it's, that's pretty easy to put together <laughs> where yeah. they're going with this. Uh, so then on their way back, um, John Doe falls asleep and falls, jumps out of the house again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, falling towards the earth. And he, he, but this time he's got a parachute on and then Freddy appears in the parachute and then jumps down on him. And he's like, you won't kill me. I'm your son. And Freddy's like, "Uh -uh. (laughs) no, you ain't bitch. (laughs) He's like, my kid's a girl. Like, so the main girl is Freddy's daughter. So then he kills John Doe by cutting the cords of the parachute, but then instantly appearing on the ground where he, Wiley Coyote style pushes a bit of nails out <laughs> for right. him to land on. <laughs> He's literally like pushing it with his back and like pushing with his feet. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. And John Doe lands on it and he's just all bloodied and there's like cups of blood on the prosthetic. It looks terrible. Yeah, but do they show you what happens with that? Absolutely not. Who knows if they even called the police? They just moved nope. on. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they just moved right on. And uh, then we're in the sleep study and everybody, he's like, uh, Doc's like, bring him out. You can do it. And everyone goes to sleep. We get a flashback to our main girl. Watch her dad was Freddie, Robert England. He yeah. killed her mom by banging her head against a fucking trellis. Like, <laughs> yeah, kind of like he was just shaking her a lot. But then, yeah, then she seemed to be, I don't know if she was dead or unconscious. Yeah, and because uh, and... she done went into Freddy's murder shack or whatever in their basement, and she was she knew she wasn't supposed to do that. She came out apologizing, like she could have just yeah. closed the door and been good. That would have yeah. been where Roseanne should have been. Roseanne yeah. should have been her mom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but and no. Tom Arnold could have been Freddy. <laughs> yeah, that would have been amazing. But instead, we get this weird other shit that happens here. I did like his murder room though because it had different types of gloves in it Mm -hmm. it had like one glove that had like spikes on the knuckles and it's like jesus (laughs) freddy it was like that scene in spider-verse where they go down and all the (laughs) spider-man costumes are there (laughs) from other universes yep (laughs) 
So uh, he like basically locks his daughter in the basement and she can't get out. So she can't wake up. Yeah. Well, then we get the, yeah, the revelation that Freddy's are dead. And then we get, we get shown that uh, Doc had this conveniently Doc had this poster on his wall of like a carving that looked like these dream worms protecting a, a cave. They just look like ghost sperm. Yep. <laughs> and uh, we get a scene of the parents killing Freddy by setting him on fire, throwing a Molotov cocktail through his window. And in that, these these it's just Freddy and these three dream sperm floating <laughs> around going like we know what you are freddy what do how what do you want and he's like i want it all and they're like ah hell yeah <laughs> and <then> they <laughs> yeah. enter his body so that's why he's some sort of immortal dream demon is because he got they, these demon these demon sperm found the most evil person on the planet and infected him to be a nightmare monster <laughs> and <laughs> That's the worst part. That is the that is so fucking stupid and unnecessary, and it looks awful. We get like a three D Universal Studio ride through Freddy's brain. Yeah, <laughs> so fucking dumb. You know what's really crazy is that's the backstory of the Violator in the Spawn series too. The clown. They're like, you're the most evil guy we can find. The three of us are gonna make you into a demon man like is the same fucking plot except cartoons did it better but <laughs> yeah <laughs> so freddy that's how he became like the keeper of the nightmares so they at least tried to put a little continuity in that that we they already had the plenty though that was better about it was way being better. the gatekeeper for the nightmares or whatever so we get a cut then to blonde girl's past where she was clearly being abused by her dad. So she turns around and punches her dad's face in with like a tea kettle. <laughs> His face is all fucking like warped and shit. Yeah, that was very silly, like claymation. And uh, Freddy then lays out this backstory where the dream people made him this infinitely powerful nightmare god. <laughs> and she can't kill him by kicking him, which that tracks, you know. <laughs> I do like in that scene, uh, I think it, now seeing it, I think it might be a nod or it could just be a coincidence. <laughs> in New Nightmare, Freddy wears a trench coat for most of the movie. And mm. when he dies in this movie, he's wearing his sweater with that trench coat. See, I don't I haven't seen New Nightmare yet in a while. so I'm scared. I need to know if uh, the track record of odds and evens are going to keep going because I remember it being good or is it not going to hold up now that I'm an adult? <laughs> I do not have high hopes because I know the plot is we're going to meta J- or meta Freddy and I'm like, oh no. It's technically not even Freddy. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Don't spoil it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then she puts her hands over burners and burns herself so that she wakes up. That was pretty cool what happens after that like basically the therapist lady grabs him and wakes up yeah she like puts him in a bear hug (laughs) she wakes up and he's somewhere in the building so they go to where they alluded earlier all of the kids in this movie brought arsenals (laughs) of weapons with them they just keep them in a locker i'm fucking uh what did i say the name was the stoner kid 
I don't know, Casper. Road trip. Road trip. He he built a pipe bomb, and they're just like, didn't we tell you not to build any more pipe bombs? And he's like, I I need them. (laughs) And they're just like, put it downstairs. It's like, call the fucking cops. You got a goddamn (laughs) terrorist on your hands. (laughs) Well, turns out that they can just jam a pipe bomb into Freddy, and that'll be that. We'll see. So uh, they go down, and somehow she ends up in a cell with him. And is fighting the therapist lady and she's fighting with him. And he's like, you wouldn't hurt your dear old dad, would you? And he's like, put on the glove, put it on. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, if someone's encouraging you to do that, a nightmare man's like, do the thing that I'm telling you to do. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. There was going to be a spinoff after this where like she was the new Freddy, basically. Ooh. Like Freddy's spirit possesses her because it's his daughter, and she becomes like she has the glove and shit. Couldn't be more clear. That's what they were going for. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. That's what they were aiming for. Yeah. But then uh, she gets fed a bunch of knives and throwing stars and pins him against the wall. <laughs> so many throwing stars. We missed the part where uh, Miles. Uh, if you didn't know, the third act of this film is in three D. Yes, that's right. He puts on 3D glasses. <laughs> Doc, out of nowhere, for no reason at all, hands our main character a pair of 3D glasses and goes, <laughs> you'll need these. And she's like, these are just 3D glasses. And he goes, but in there, there's something more. It's So then she goes to sleep and puts on the 3D glasses and they disappear. And then nothing revolving around that happens she doesn't get laser eyes she's not able to see freddy where no one else can see freddy like them being three glasses has nothing to do with anything except to be like hey audience put your 3d glasses on now (laughs) she can see the dream people that's what it's for is that she sees them flying around for a second after freddy dies (laughs) so dumb so dumb she like pins him against the wall with that uh, does she stab him with the glove she yeah, stabs she him, with, stabs the glove, him right? with the glove and then she puts they light a pop pipe bomb and throw it at her then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she catches it and fucking shoves it in the hole in his chest and then he explodes and his head very horribly composited flies towards the screen and then eats itself like three times <laughs> The evil dream people and that was it that that was it that this not even the first time he's been brought into the real world <laughs> like, right so why is he just dead now like like the ending of five would have been a much better place to leave <laughs> yeah three four and five were the best in this franchise so far like they were a nice little trilogy like you said like they cooperated they were con- there was continuity it all worked out great but this one is su- what did i call it i called it a bag of trash embroidered with roseanne's <laughs> face like fucking I'd li- i shit. would like to give you a direct quote of what miles review of this movie was because <laughs> it was right up there with a roger ebert-esque review uh imagine this on the cover of the dvd box <laughs> 40, 40 minutes in, what a pile of diarrhea. <laughs> Miles trip. <laughs> yep. 
That's it should say that across the poster for sure. <laughs> like and it should be Freddy's face in diarrhea. That's what it should have been. Because this movie was terrible. And there's no like, haha, he's still alive at the end, is there? Like that was it. Well, the weird thing is, yeah, the whole thing is about it being that Freddy is going to die. Like the opening title scene of the like it literally saying Freddy's dead, a final nightmare is like done like a comedy movie like the letters go like bang 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 bang, bang. bang, 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 bang. <laughs> yeah. like, and then like turn sideways on the screen it was very weird uh like even the font isn't terrifying <laughs> like all the sound effects are like boink mark boink zoom like yeah. nothing about this movie is scary in any way it is not intended to be a horror movie at all and then the end credits is like a recap of all the, like the best moments from all the movies which i thought that was cool mm-hmm but it's set to an Iggy Pop song, which the lyrics are so weird, they make no sense. I could literally see them in the subtitles and hear them. And, like, they're just, he's just saying words. Like, they literally don't go together at all. <laughs> and then the chorus is just go, Freddy's dead. Freddy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> the whole rest of the song doesn't seem to be about Freddy Krueger at all. <laughs> just the chorus of him going, Freddy's dead. And then at the end of the song, he goes, Do you really think Freddy's dead? Do you is do you think that's what's happening here? Basically, <laughs> we missed the part where they showed Freddy's backstory, where he liked to kill gerbils with hammers, and everyone in the class is like, "You're the son of a hundred maniacs." Yeah, like who told somebody? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cut to his dad, Alice Cooper. That's just another thing on the list of horrible things that have happened to this fucking poor woman. Right. <laughs> like, she. <laughs> confided this information in somebody and they went and started the rumor <laughs> that she had been raped by a hundred psychos and basically birthed the spawn of Satan. Yeah, and they just make fun of him for that. And then later it shows him as a teenager Where's the teacher? Himself. Where's the teacher where he's beating the, the beating the class gerbil to death with a fucking hit mallet? <laughs> She was in it. She was also saying that. And it showed them as adults saying it. And it was like the kids from the first one, I guess. Or the parents from the first one. I don't know. And uh, Alice Cooper shows up and hits him with a belt a bunch. I was like, who the fuck is that? Is that Alice Cooper? Yeah, Alice dead. (laughs) Alice Cooper plays his dad. What the fuck? No reason. None at all. Yep. So there's a whole lot of no reason none at all in this movie. And uh, I think it goes without saying that if I had this disc by itself, it would have been thrown from an airplane window to land in a fucking, I don't know, just a pile of garbage somewhere. Like, I'd go to that far to make sure it landed in the garbage. What about you? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't good. It wasn't. I don't think it's unwatchable, but it's not good. Like. Because I feel like most like fans of the of this series don't like this movie because Freddy's so goofy, but most people think Freddy is this goofy all the time because he had that like he was just became like a pop icon for some reason, right? Yeah, like he's fucking hanging out with Scooby Doo and shit. So I'm surprised like the masses didn't like this movie because they don't you know they're not super into it or whatever did it get good reviews 
No, I don't know. As far as no I know, way. this was bombed and it panned. This movie caused New Nightmare to not do well. <laughs> really? New Nightmare, like, and it was all, but it was also a little stupid on their part. They brought New New Nightmare came out three years after this. That's not even that long of a wait. That's a normal length for in between sequels. And they were like rebooting it. And it's like, why? Why are you doing this? You just had a movie called Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, three years ago. Well, you know, Wes Craven wanted the rights back after watching this movie. I understand why. Because they they did play. There was one point where Freddy's chopping his fingers off, and it was like a throwback to the very first one with the green blood. But like, it it paid its respects to be like, this is in the franchise, but that's it. Like, there's no elements of horror. No moment of like there were a few funny parts, but this movie was like joke, 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 joke. And there were three or four that landed. Yeah. But the best part of the movie was the map. That was pretty funny. <laughs> but now the question is, we got we got one more to go. Like in this, I mean, technically, this is the end of the series. New Nightmare is technically out of like canon because it's a meta movie. And the remake, I mean, I guess Freddy vs. Jason is in canon. Because it literally starts with all the flashbacks to these movies. Yeah. Um, But is this the worst one? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Did you like it more than two? Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I don't know. I didn't think I just... two was that bad. Really? I don't, I didn't, people, some people really like 2. I didn't, I don't know. 2 was funny, but not intentionally funny. This one was funny because it was trying to be, which made it not funny. I just, I don't think enough happens in 2 for it to be enjoyable. It's just kind of a shitty, shittier version of the first one. I don't know, the, him crawling out of the guy's body, that was a really cool scene. And like, when the the swimming pool's boiling that was fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> but like that that one didn't have any star power to it like no part of the second one is great except for the practical effects they have freddy freddy rottweilers <laughs> yeah. the baby face rottweilers yeah yeah that was so stupid but that movie i would watch that twice before i would watch this movie again really yeah I don't know. I, I just know it's not good. <laughs> it's probably it is probably. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, at least. Yeah, I like I feel like it's on par with how much I don't like too. I just dislike them both for different reasons. I don't know. I feel like the other ones all kind of went together, and this one stands out by itself as a just a dog shit piece yeah. of garbage. I mean, one, three, four, and five are all better than this. The mm-hmm. only one in in contention is two. <laughs> exactly. So, like, but I am also starting to see why some people think this is the the best of the three. You know, like I'm starting to get it because they all had elements of horror up to this point that were pretty effective. Oh really? See, I don't, I don't, I'm not scared by any of these movies. The first one was a little. Int- I'm not scared by movies, but the first one had some really good. <laughs> don't say it like that. I get scared by movies. Oh, Michael well, Myers I mean, still creeps me out. <laughs> like when I was a kid, man, I'd have been shit in my pants watching these movies. But like, 
I'm a fucking 31 year old man. Like this. Is- <laughs> I think it's because Freddie talks. Because he talks, it takes away. Like he's always laughing and shit. Like, mm-hmm. Even in all in all of them, and he always fucking maniacally laughs. It's just like I don't know. I can't. I can't remember a time where he ever scared me. I never thought he was pleasant to look at. (laughs) Right. He's no beauty queen. (laughs) But yeah, I don't. There's no big moment of unmasking him in every movie or anything like that. But I don't know. I think I I like it more than I don't want to say that. Friday the 13th is an excellent series, but they don't change. This one changed dramatically in every movie. And I don't know, I got to give it props for that because it really like the kills were more creative. It isn't just walk, stab, repeat. He's not a, necessarily a scary antagonist, but the premise itself is scary. The other two, Halloween and uh, Friday the 13th, is just like there's one bad guy and he's coming to get you. And if you get into a car, you're going to be OK. <laughs> it's really well, there's I mean, a reason they're better to me is that when you do run into Michael or, or Jason, the likelihood that you're going to die is much higher. People run yeah. into Freddy three, four times before he actually fucking kills them. <laughs> like, That's true. That's true. But they can't get away from him. Like, he fucks with people so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes him scarier, though. I definitely have liked this franchise more in this rewatch that we've done than I did originally when I watched it. But I still like the other. I still definitely like the other two better because mm-hmm. they're more in my alley. Like there's less. Like this is very like body horror type of shit. I just like mm-hmm. a good killing. Just just get to just it. give him a good old stabby stab. Yeah, slash him with something. Stab him and pale him on something. Like vary it up a little bit. But like I don't ever have to worry about <laughs> someone getting turned into a giant cockroach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. I'm not saying I like it better than those two, but those two are so similar, and this one is so different. Like, even the Chucky doll one is different. So the the horror Mount Rushmore, he definitely belongs on it. Like, there's no question. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I would put... I think Chucky would be my fourth on there. He's mm-hmm. had so much stuff, and I feel like more of it is good than not. I think Seed of Chucky is the only bad one, really. Have you watched all the made for TV ones and the like the straight to video ones? Yeah, I like both of those. The second one not as much, but the first one was good. Yeah, the first one was alright. The show's pretty funny too. I haven't watched the show yet. I'm really excited to dig into that. It's soon. pretty good. It has a lot it's by this the original creator, so it like it has like all the music's the same and stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's very like modern, like it's modern society. So it's weird to see like Chucky interacting with like millennials. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. It's fun. Cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. So this one also undergoes the remake treatment, which I already did on this show. So I'm not sure that we'll redo it, but we will definitely talk about Freddy versus Jason before this month is out. Because I have have zero memory of the remake. I don't. I remember, I think, some clips I saw on TikTok not too long ago of like, but those were basically like shot for shot scenes that were remade. Yeah, we'll talk about it. It's yeah. it's more creative than it seems, and people who didn't like it don't like the franchise, I think. I but feel like we'll pe- people really hate it. 
and think it's a steamy pile of shit. I feel like I walked out of the movie saying it was fine. Yeah. Which is always a problem. Like you, you want it to be great. <laughs> so when it's fine, yeah. it's just such a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, you know. But next anyway. up, new new nightmare, which I remember being good, and I have hopes. Wes Craven back on in the director's chair. Yeah, I'm excited too. Like I'm sad that this is over, but it's really not because we have three to go. So while I felt like we were halfway several times, we still have three to go. <laughs> so and it's surprising because this has the least out of the three as well now. Yeah, I guess that's true. Is Friday the Thirteenth is twelve, I think, right? Yep. If you count Freddy versus Jason, uh, and Halloween now is thirteen. With Halloween ends coming out, so yeah, we're almost there, folks. Are you following along? Are you watching along? Because you should be. It's fun, especially if you just watched it to hear us talk about it. If you haven't been watching them and you've just been listening to us, you're doing yourself a disservice for like four of these movies. So you should definitely do yeah. that. And if you're listening to this, you you have to. I, otherwise, you're a goddamn psychopath. <laughs> you must be some sort of a fan of of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, so yeah, go check them out. I feel like this is one of those ones where a lot of people have seen the first one and haven't seen any of the sequels. Because mm-hmm. like I didn't see any of these before I bought the DVDs because they never played these on TV when I was a kid. They only ever played the first one. I don't know. I saw Dream Warriors on UPN, but otherwise. Yeah. I think I might have saw the second one on TV once. Like, I watched it on TV once. Yeah, I saw the end of the second one on TV, and I saw New Nightmare on, uh, not Fear.com, Fearnet. I watched that on Fearnet. Yeah, I would see New Nightmare. They played on USA once in a while. Good things to enjoy. Check out High on Horror. Or let me try that one again. Check out High on Horror. That's right. It's our horror movie podcast that we do together with Chris from The Geek Peak. And we talk about really good horror movies and stuff. It's a good time. Um, Josh, you do another show. Mm. Yeah, Four Nerds by Nerds. Killing it all month long with a bunch of horror stuff. We're doing the fucking The Craft. We're doing Swim Fan. <laughs> <laughs> We're reviewing movies like Pumpkinhead, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the original movie, with uh, Jay West and uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, Jay West and Mac Mac East, right? Yeah, yeah. I always, I'm always worried I'm gonna fuck up their directions. <laughs> Jay North and Mac yeah. South. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. And Miles is gonna come on. We're gonna uh, bring you a commentary for finally. Uh, Jason goes to hell. The long awaited uh uh say uh, what do you call it? installment of our our uh commentaries for Friday the thirteenth. Miles have been on for all of them except for the original. Yep. <laughs> Typical Miles. Always so coming weird. in late. <laughs> well it started because we did a ranking episode or ranked the Friday the thirteenth fr- uh franchise. That was a fun episode. Mm-hmm. And then we've done every one since. Chris is on half of one. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about that the other day, how he came on. He was like, wait, we're not doing high on horror on the fourth night or Friday the 13th. No. Why would we do that? (laughs) The first episode is the fourth Friday the 13th. Why would we do that? Yep. Uh, The, (laughs) 
uh what was i gonna say uh some of these episodes have been recorded in person and released in an order that will surprise you (laughs) (laughs) because jason goes to hell is going to be coming as the next one coming out that will be recorded when miles comes to visit me soon but then then after that jason x will come out which we recorded a year ago (laughs) (laughs) the first time we hung out when i went to miles house in pennsylvania (laughs) and so yeah by the time you hear that 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 file has been on my computer for over a year (laughs) i hope it's edited by now jesus i don't know commentaries are easy to edit (laughs) yeah (laughs) all righty um audience if you want to find more of just me and mostly josh uh check out this <laughs> on wherever you get your social media disc and if you want to email me disc d-u-m-p-p-o-d at gmail.com don't forget that little pp in there is important uh disc to get yourself a shirt all i have are my logos on there i'll come up with something i'm sure and uh yeah josh you want to recommend anything to the audience hell yeah Pick your favorite Halloween candy and make sure that you get some either before or on Halloween. You know, it's all right to take your kids candy. They can share. They got a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you like Snickers. You grab yourself a Snickers. Enjoy yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Get it. By the time this comes out, hopefully it's before Halloween and not in December. We'll see. You got you to gotta get to edit. <laughs> yeah. it's. Uh, it occurs to me today on October 1st, I ought to get on that. So yeah, you should be. You, do that these shouldn't. These shouldn't take. You shouldn't really have to edit these much. Put yeah, them out probably. raw. Who gives a fuck? Just throw your fucking intro in there. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the intro, thank you to the Fat Rat for the use of the song "Unity," which we put on every episode, and I don't thank him enough. And Unity, uh, hoping... <laughs> Unity, needly leap, needly leap. Anyway. I love it. One of my favorite podcast songs. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Well, until I don't know another day from now. Toodaloo. Have a googly Halloween. Hell yeah.